Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode of the Mosaic Life podcast is supported by Wealthy Wealthy and the Sovereignty Academy. A couple of months ago, I had the absolute pleasure of having a conversation with Christina Wise on episode 90. And I'm not sure if I've said this on the podcast since, but I have had more people reach out to me following that conversation, saying how much they appreciated that episode than any other episode before it. People care about money. Who knew? And I'll admit, I was a bit hesitant to talk about money on the podcast at first because money can be a sensitive topic, and it's not supposed to be able to buy happiness. And I even brought that up to Christina, and when I did, she said something that was a profound realization for me. Being poor can't buy happiness either. Of course, there's nuance there, but the bottom line is, no matter our income and no matter how we make our money, there are simply things we're never taught about money in school or in life, which is why Christina is hosting a free webinar on avoiding the fatal flaws entrepreneurs make. On June 24th, you can join Christina to learn the strategies for ensuring you're paying yourself as an entrepreneur, when you should and when you should not scale your business, the difference between leveraged capital and bad debt, and a whole lot more. I've spent the last eight weeks taking Christina's Wise Money Curbs course, and it has absolutely changed the way I think about and manage my finances. And quite coincidentally, I mentioned in this conversation you're about to hear how her course has helped me optimize and systematize that area of my life. You can sign up for Christina's free How to Avoid the Fatal Flaws Entrepreneurs Make webinar by visiting christina.com slash mosaic. That's K-R-I-S-S-T-I-N-A dot com forward slash mosaic. She is limiting the number of spaces available, and when you sign up, all listeners of the podcast will receive, as an added bonus, a free compilation of Christina's 125 resources to start your business today. Again, space is limited. Sign up today at christina.com slash mosaic. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Mosaic Life Podcast. My name is Trey Kaufman. The Mosaic Life Podcast is a podcast on happiness, and it aims to explore why so many of us chase it, and yet we never seem to find it. If you've found value in the Mosaic Life Podcast over the last 96 episodes, you can show your support in a number of different ways, but the one way in which I'm going to talk about briefly is how you can contribute to episode number 100 coming up on the 4th of July, which I promise is a complete coincidence. We didn't plan this when Ernie and I started the podcast back in 2019. That said, I am planning something extremely special for the centennial episode of the podcast. And if there's been one thing people have asked me for in regard to content on the podcast, it's to learn more about me, the host, which I say with all of the modesty in the world. And so I have asked a friend of mine to help me produce this episode, and I am inviting you to be a part of that. If there has ever been anything you would like to know about me, now is your chance to get that answer. 
I am inviting friends and listeners of the podcast to ask me, Trey, anything for episode 100. And you can do so by visiting bit.ly slash asktrayanything. I will have that link in the show notes. Again, that's bit.ly slash asktrayanything. And you'll have until June 23rd to submit your questions. It probably isn't much of a surprise that I've spent a good chunk of my time over the last month thinking about where this podcast has been, and perhaps more importantly, where it's going as it nears episode 100. Part of me wants to see its growth accelerated, and that part of me walks a fine line between getting stuck in comparison mode and growth mode for the sake of building a business. The other part of me the vast majority of me is the part that is so incredibly thankful for how much this podcast has grown in just under two years since its inception. Thankful for my guests for taking a chance with me, for you for taking a chance and listening, and for how much these conversations have changed my life. I can say with absolute honesty that if these conversations failed to positively contribute to your life, to my life, I'd be having a much different conversation with myself about the future of the podcast. I continue to get asked about my experiences with quitting drinking. I still have people, hello Barbara in Switzerland, telling me they still listen to the meditations from early in the podcast. I have people reaching out about books I recommend help them live better lives. This podcast means the world to me. You, whether you've reached out or stayed a silent listener, mean the world to me as well. Which is why, as we near episode 100, this conversation today means so much to me. Priscilla Aguila is the ingenious mastermind, inspiring daily, seriously playful celebrations through her everyday celebrations social media posts. She is an aha whisperer, branding maestro, and fashion accessory designer. The origin of her celebrations stemmed from a random holiday celebrating french fries. It originally was meant to coincide with her retail convertible bow set business, the Meat Cute Co., but has evolved into becoming part of her daily essential self-care. Tired of seeing the negative content on social media, she has committed to posting her celebrations on Facebook every day since August 1st, 2020, to show her audience how there is always inspiration everywhere and something to celebrate. The celebrations can even spark a fond memory, even if it's just french fries. Please celebrate with me, my guest, Priscilla Aguila. Well, how are you? I'm okay. Just okay. Just okay. <laughs> well, I um no, I mean everything I'm I'm um celebratory. How about that? That's good. That's appropriate. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> um I I'm doing well. I um I'm actually heading out of town tomorrow, so I'm trying to shove everything that I need to do into a matter of like 12 hours, which is extremely difficult to do, but it'll get there. We'll get there one thing at a time. Yeah. Oh, you can do it. Yes. 
<laughs> I appreciate the confidence. I appreciate yeah. that. How's um how's how's your spring been? How's uh how's everything treating you? I know you and I were connected by Anna Bitters, which we'll talk about momentarily because she is a phenomenal human being. But I'm just I'm curious yeah. how you, Priscilla, are doing, um, especially when you take every moment you can to to celebrate uh the occasions in your life. Well, I, I was at first I was like, is it what season are we in? You said spring. And I was like, where are we? <laughs> it, it, it's technically still spring. I yeah, know. I know. I know Isn't mem- crazy? Memorial Day is the unofficial yeah. start of summer, but we've still got a few weeks so left. Crazy. Well, spring for me, I'm, I'm kind of trying to think of what the months those were. Um, it was a little bit um, hectic here. Um, I'm a single mom and yeah. I've got uh, my two kids and, um, you know, uh, school, my school age daughter, you know, that has been kind of um trying i guess is the nice word to say yeah um and at the same time doing that and trying to run a business from home with the kids 24 7 is it's it's very challenging (laughs) and so um that's why uh, that's why i say about my celebrations that you know that is my relief and it is my self-care and you know gives me something to look forward to that's fantastic. I love that. And yeah. I, I I love what you've said in the past, which I've seen you write. You are, as you mentioned, a single mom, but you're also a mom entrepreneur. I don't know how to say that. Mom, it's a, mom, mompreneur. Mompreneur. I love yeah. that. And I, I don't know. I, I be, Being an entrepreneur is extremely difficult and you need to have you need to not have an aversion to risk. I mean, you need to be confident in, in what you're doing and understand that you're not going to get a steady paycheck week to week. And I can only imagine the added pressure of being a mom to two children. What what has that been like, it, your experiences with that? How have you kind of overcome that, you know, that, that, that lack of a steady paycheck? And just how, how, how do you... How do you manage that day to day? Oh, um, you know, when I was married, I used to be very like a uh, frugal and I used to be like, you know, uh, squirrely about money and always like worried about it and checking finances every single day and everything. And we had two incomes and we were perfectly we yeah. didn't have a debt. Yeah. We didn't have any debt. And I was still like nervous. But I've told people that right now in my life, I'm probably the least financially secure but I've never been happier. Yeah, and so important. I mean, I do get child, I get child support. So that helps a lot. Yeah. And I do utilize, um, there is a, um, mom profit that I am part of in here in Columbus. And, um, you know, they have a resource garage on Sundays. And so we go there. Um, and if we need, you know, some food or stuff, we, we go there and, you know, it's just been, I mean, we've been really lucky. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, I just realized, you know, the stuff, what's important and what's not important. Yeah. I love that. And I, I do want to point out, I, I, I hope that I get to hear at least a few more mom puns during our conversation today, because <laughs> I'm learning so much mom profit. That's fantastic. I'd never heard of that before. Um, I, but I think that's, that's, that's really important. I, I obviously am not a mom. I'm, I'm not even a dad. Uh, so I, I, I certainly can't relate, but I know a lot of people out there who are listening. I, I feel like there's, you're often faced with the choice of, you know, 
taking care of, obviously you take care of your family very well, but sometimes I think people feel like they need to sacrifice their own happiness for that. You've found that balance where you can have both. And I, I think that's so incredibly valuable. And I, I mean, how, how, what, what was that journey like getting there to not only be able to work for yourself, be a mompreneur, but also, you know, know that you have that sense of fulfillment that so many people, even in steady paying, you know, W2 jobs don't have that, 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 that fulfillment, that happiness. Well, you know, I actually would not be a mompreneur right now if it wasn't for this um, pandemic. Yeah. I was kind of forced into it and it had been something I've been thinking about for a very long time. And I was left with no choice, but to do this, you know, yeah. I wasn't, um, and you know, I've, I've gone and I've tried looking for jobs before. Um, and I was like overqualified for one and not for the other. And, you know, I just realized that the reason why none of those panned out is because I'm doing what I'm supposed to, what I was supposed to be doing, Right. you know, and, being able to find like fulfillment and stuff, it was really, it's through these everyday celebrations that I do. And it just started out as just something fun. Yeah. And so, it, but it's turned into something that has made me grown, you know, as a designer, as a branding, you know, um, expert yeah. and um, just a vision in general. Yeah. That's <laughs> That's so fantastic. And I, I love to hear, I love talking with people. I love hearing stories of how people have taken the adversity of the last 12 to 15 months. And I don't want to say it's been a, a choice because I know a lot of people were severely affected by the pandemic, both in regard to physical health, as well as mental health and, you know, a loss of jobs where they couldn't leverage their skills into becoming an entrepreneur themselves. But our mindset is something that we do have completely within our control. And I love the fact that you were able to turn what was ultimately a difficult situation into something that not only is profitable for you, but also something that you get to do every single day and you get to celebrate it through celebrations, which I, I love for us to, to delve into because it's, it's a phenomenal concept. And I think it brings a lot of joy to the people who are out there, you know, reading all that negativity, that toxicity on social media, and you just, you add a positive, uh, a bright light to people's lives in that sense. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, talk to me about kind of the impetus for that. I mean, where, how did you get the idea of celebrating every single day with, <laughs> with uh, you know, just something fun and something unique? Oh, my gosh. So it was it um, just started out as uh, one day I looked in my planner and it, the company is called Bando. And they just had a random, um, I looked and I saw that it was French Friday. And I have a friend who I call Frenchie. So I reached out and I said, hey, happy French Friday. <laughs> and then I said, hey, minis, that's what I call my kids. I said, let's go get some fries. Today's yeah. French Friday. So we were sitting outside of McDonald's in the heat because you couldn't go inside. And just watching my kids eat the French fries and just having that, you know, fun little moment. And then my daughter said, you know, what's tomorrow? Is there a holiday tomorrow? And I said, I'm sure there's one every day. I mean, just kind of randomly right. like that. And that's kind of where it started. And I thought at the time we were um, doing a retail accessories business called the Meet Cute Co. Where I make these multi-wear um, multi convertible bows that you could 
where at least 31 ways in a kit in which the minis are a part of, like they help me pick out, we pick out the patterns together. They're complimentary, not matchy matchy, because that's us. And I decided, I said, well, this is perfect. Then I can use whatever holiday to be a theme for the fabric. Yeah. And that's how it started was it was meant to help you know um move the meet cute co along and it was something that would zoe would find a fun fact that's educational max would maybe help cut the you know fabric or something like that and then we started doing you know i think the next one was like mustard day so we all had a different mustard that we liked you know like french um what is it dijon or something and honey mustard or whatever and so we each um went to target and we each held a different um mustard up and i took photos of us and then it just kept going like that like whenever there was something we would each pick our own favorite of that you know like ice cream or something then they eventually they said you know we don't really want to do this anymore (laughs) (laughs) and so i just decided well i'm just going to continue it because i am having so much fun and then i just kept i just kept doing it i mean I, i i used to look ahead and what i tell everybody now is i don't know what i'm doing until the day of and even then, so sometimes I have to change it last minute because I got the day wrong right. <laughs> or, <clears throat> yeah, or something like that. Or I've even had why I let my followers pick. Yeah. I'll tell them, um, you know, like, I think there was, um, what was it? It was monkey day or something like that. And I didn't tell them what day it was, but I just said, pick between, um, Donkey Kong, um, the, uh, what is that, that monkey that with the, with the symbols, I think it's magic monkey or something. Oh. Um, what was the, uh, curious George yeah. and another one, Okay, another one, great, big, great, big and curious George one. So nice. I already knew what I was going to wear for each of the things. And they said, curious George. So I had my yellow coat, a hat and a stuffed animal. That was a monkey and some bananas. <laughs> That's incredible. I, I love that. So I, <laughs> In the so you're coming up on a year, right? I mean, you started this what August first of 2020. Yes. So how I'm, I'm at day today is day 305. That's awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. Thank you. Yes. Thank so you. how how have the celebrations evolved over the last 300 days? I mean, I, I obviously day one you sat down and ate some French fries with with the minis, which I, <laughs> I love. But I mean, now you're really leveraging your 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 graphic design skills, your branding skills, your, your, your creative eye. So what, what, what did day one look like versus what does day five look like today? Or day one at 305. Yeah. Well, okay. So I went back to look just to see, and I actually did not start doing Facebook live on day one. I started doing it like a couple days in. Yeah. And I only did that because I was taking a confidence speaker course with Gina Molinari. She was in town in Columbus. And one of our assignments was we had to do live, like say our homework live. So I said, you know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and practice this with my with my uh, celebrations. And <clears throat> and I watched it and the first one was not that I did because it was by myself. Right. It was only like 30 30 seconds long because <laughs> <laughs> I was not comfortable, you know, talking. And now it's hard for me to abbreviate <laughs> you know, my time. So I even have a timer that actually Anna got me. It's a penguin timer. And I set it the timer. And then when it goes off, I'm like, I read the set what the other holidays are. And then I say goodbye. <laughs> well, I, but I mean, I, but I can see for sure, like, um, I can go back and I can look at my confidence level has definitely grown 
and um and and my brain thinks a lot faster <laughs> yes absolutely yeah. well i mean i think there's an important lesson there and i i i listen i i still I'm coming up on episode 100. This particular episode of the podcast will be 97. I still get into a a, a few moments of insecurity, of anxiousness, of of fear prior to connecting on these calls. Like you, I don't plan things in advance. I feel like it's much more natural to have a conversation kind of, I don't want to say off the cuff. Mm -hmm. I have notes from our pre-interview, but I don't have questions written out because I I feel like it's more engaging to actually have natural flowing conversations. But the point being, even when 100 episodes in, I still get nervous as hell, but the but I, I, I'm more, I'm more comfortable once we hit record, once we start talking and engaging that, that fear dissipates and you just connect with yeah. the person that, that you're, 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 you're talking to. And so to your yeah. point with that repetition, with those, you know, that work that you're doing daily and for the record, you've done 305 celebrations. I've done 97 episodes. So you're far, far surpassing me. You just, you get so much more comfortable and confident with that reputation repetition. And it's, it's, I, I think it's so important, such an important lesson to tell people that if you want to do something, you have to be willing to suck at it first and you're only going to get better from there. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I, I tell people, and I'm really honest about it on social media, um, that I have a history of depression, right? And so these celebrations, it's what kind of lifts me up. Yeah. I mean, I have, I have had many. I mean, I could, I can look back and see because I can tell by my eyes. You know, you can see if you have a light in your eye or something yeah. like that. I can tell which days I was not particularly. Um, in, you know, 100% in it, but I was yeah. like 90% in it. Um, but I, a lot of moments I have that I cry right before yeah. I go and get it because of, you know, being just a single mom and then all the work and everything. And, but it is the, um, that's what I find for me. That's what helps me, you know, get up. And I will be, I would say the other day I had a, like an, a little bout a bad about bout. So I was home and I was crying and I was trying to get out of the house because my friend, my best friend was in town and I just forced myself up and I had already, I think I already did the celebration. Yeah. already did it. And then I went to clean up and I picked up a clown nose <laughs> that I had on the table and I just had this idea. So I stood in front of my phone, you know, did a selfie view or whatever. And yeah. I put the clown nose on and I just stared at myself and I just started, started making me like, I saw the smile come out and I started laughing because I looked so ridiculous, you know? And then I burst out another prop that I use, which is called Fart Ninja. <laughs> he does simulated farts and he cracks me up every single time. So I, it was like my celebrations came through for me again, even though I already had done my post. Yeah. You know, it's like, had I not had that prop, you know, yeah. you know, to give me spark that idea um, to, Hey, this is something that might make you feel better, Absolutely. you know, and laughter for me is a huge, <laughs> is a huge thing. And, you know, and I, you know, and it was, it was me that did it. It wasn't somebody else. I mean, I had talked to a friend earlier who helped me a little bit, but ultimately, you know, it's me that has to pull myself out of these yeah. things. And that's what I do. That's what I did with this clown nose, which I should be wearing right now. <laughs> you should be. I'm a little bit disappointed, but I can't see you, but uh, you can just say you are. Yeah. No, but I, that's um, 
that's a very important lesson is that you've trained yourself to keep showing up even when you don't feel like it. And when you, when you do that every day, when you put in those reps and it becomes automatic, even if you, you're not feeling <laughs> to your point, even if you look in the camera and you don't see that light in your eyes, you know that you're showing up. And so you know that you're doing better than you did yesterday. And that's, that's very valuable because first of all, I, I can guarantee you that the vast majority, if not all of the people who celebrate your celebrations with you are not, are they are seeing light in your eyes that you may not be seeing. And I think that's extremely important. Even if we don't feel like doing something, if we continue showing up for our audience, for our friends, for our family, they are going to appreciate you for that. So I think that's a very great that's something that, that we need to realize that we, when we show up, people will appreciate you for that. So that, that becoming automatic, I think is, is so great for not only your health, your well being, but for, for those who respect and look up to you as well. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I, I do want to, I want, I want to shift just a little bit. We, we've, mentioned her name a couple of times and she was so kind to introduce us but Anna oh, Bitters uh, yeah. she was on the podcast previously and I, I should I should know what episode it was but I, I can't remember but you had you you listened to that episode which I appreciate and you had brought up something that I'd forgotten that we had talked about and it was celebrating our wins I, I don't remember the exact context perhaps you can help me out with that but I I think we get so we get so fearful of celebrating our wins, and I, th I think we live in this this toxic environment where it's so commonplace to complain and to commiserate yeah. in misery that when we actually celebrate our wins, we feel like we are we're being, I guess, disrespectful to others who who maybe are not in the same high as we are, which I, I think is. I don't know if dangerous is too strong of a word, but if we aren't celebrating our wins, then we, then, then why are we even, you know, trying to, to achieve them? So I don't know, talk to me about what that means to you. And maybe if you can provide me a little bit more context into that conversation that, uh, that you listened to recently, that'd be helpful. Oh, you mean for that episode with you and Anna? Yeah. <clears throat> well, and it was so weird because I, you know, you had asked me, hey, let's listen to an episode. And I could have very well just picked the first one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I just, I actually kept scrolling down and I had no idea that Anna had done an episode with you. And so I said, well, of course, this is the one I'm going to listen to. Yeah. And I kid you not, I wrote to her and I told her I started crying because I resonated so much with what you guys were saying. And, you know, I told her, I said, who knew that the past Anna would help me as much as the present one? And you guys were talking. Yeah, you're right. You're talking about celebrating. And she said something like it was hard to celebrate together. And you were saying it as a society, it's hard to celebrate things. Yeah. And then when I read, when I read that, when I heard that, I was thinking, well, there's my, um, there's like, that's very serendipitous that I would hear that because I'm the one that's going to, give you that celebration right. you know right and um yeah and it was just um yeah that that it, i mean it was a pretty i, I wasn't expecting for you to make me cry Trey. well <laughs> now i feel bad now i feel bad no. i'm sorry no no but, I, um yeah yeah i just i i still stand by that i i really do um and i think it has a lot to do with the people you surround yourself with and 
obviously people who complain are not necessarily bad people. It's just, it's the environment in which we're, we're raised. It's the environment in which we work. And if we, if we are in an environment that beats the 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 celebrations out of us if it's just become so normalized for us to i guess talk at happy hour about how much we hate our jobs then it's 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 you're you're really pushing against the grain when you bring up the good things in your life and i don't know that people necessarily do that on purpose i i really don't think they do but it's just it feels so much better to be able to say, "Hey, I just I just recorded my 305th celebration video, and I feel really good about that. That's something that I want to continue celebrating." Or, "Hey, I just recorded my 100th podcast episode." I don't know. I I, I think there's a fine line between, or at least we see a fine line between bragging and celebrating, and I I think that it's worth delineating you know, where that line is. How do you feel about that? Well, you know, yeah, I mean, I think it is a big thing about uh, you, who you surround yourself with, but, um, you know, it's like, and we don't always have to just celebrate like those big wins. Right. Yeah. I think even celebrating the small wins, um, are actually, I prefer to celebrate small wins. I mean, like I was celebrated French fries. (laughs) or whatever like and um you know small wins um you know small wins are what lead you to the big ones yeah because you those it's like a baby step you know small win is like a baby step absolutely absolutely and that you're you're absolutely correct because i i think if if we only i don't know i'm trying to figure out how to word this we if we only celebrate the big wins i i think that breeds the mentality that you don't have to put in the work to get to the big wins at least at least from Mm -hmm. a a social media standpoint this is a conversation i have a lot is that people really focus on the good aspects of of what they're working on and it, it, it really makes it seem like there's a lot of overnight success out there, which I adamantly disagree with. And I I think that if people are going to celebrate big wins on, on social media, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that, but you should one, of course, celebrate small wins so you can see how long it took and how much work it took to get there. But also I'm not going to say celebrate the, the losses or the negatives or the setbacks, but you have to be cognizant of those because nothing comes without work, without <laughs> trials, without tribulations, without even a little bit of, uh, of sadness, if you want to call it that. But I mean, it takes work to get to those big wins. And so, you know, celebrating those small wins along the way, I think, is healthy for you, but it's also healthy for other people to see what you went through to get there. Yeah, I mean, I've been, um, you know, I've been very, always very open um, on social media about what's going on with me and stuff. And I, and I want people to realize that just because I'm celebrating every day, I don't mean I'm not sunshine and roses and rainbows. Right. I actually um, have a Facebook group that's Everyday Celebrations, and that's meant to be like more behind the scenes and also welcoming other people to just celebrate. When I'm on, I see a friend through the, uh, through my um feed, I see a friend that said, you know, oh, I just finished this course. I private messaged them. And I said, why don't you share that in the group? Yeah. You know, and when I post in my, um, in that group, I always start out with the word and that's why I tell everybody, if you're going to post, I want you to say celebrate celebrating. And then you have to 
you know, whatever. And I had one the other day, I was celebrating the bounce back, you know, yes. and I was also um, celebrating being a single mom or celebrating being, you know, an older, you know, older entrepreneur or something, you know what I mean? Cause I was trying to find like ways in which um, changing perspective is really big for me. You know I mean? That yeah. is what has, um, you know, helped me out so much. You know, I, I like I, I had a post the other day. I was saying I'm celebrating reality as an older full-time single mother entrepreneur with a history of depression. You know, it's like, I, I mean, this is, that is part of me. Yeah. And I do, um, you know, celebrate all of it just because, um, I mean, it's me. Yeah. Why wouldn't I celebrate it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> all parts of me. I, I think you hit on two key words there. Changing perspective. I, I, cause I, I, I know that's not something that's easily done. It's not, it's not something that you can accomplish by, unless you really, really work on mindset and, you know, managing emotions, it's not something that can be done with a flip of a switch. And so oh, yeah. what, what has the work been for you to help you have the ability to change perspectives when you, when you're faced with adversity, when you see an obstacle, as opposed to stalling and perhaps turning around, what is it that you have done that motivates you to charge toward that obstacle and either plow through it or go over it? Oh, well, I don't know. I don't always plow through it. Well, maybe I do. Well, you know, what happened is someone told me a long time ago, it was a therapist of mine and it helped me. She was like, change for me to change my perspective. And I was like, I don't, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. And then I thought about it and I like analogies. And I told her, I said, so it's kind of like, if you have this, let's say your, your, your parents have this picture of a horse or something they want you to have. Yeah. And you're like, this thing is awful. <laughs> no way. But you know what? I bet you if you change out the frame, it might it'll it might look differently to you. Yeah. I mean, that's like, you know, when we when we pick out things, you know, you pick out things like for your home or whatever, it changing the look, which would be in my it was almost like I would say would be perspective, you you know, it changes your mind, you know, and that's what helps for me is sometimes I sit there and I do try to think, how can I turn this around or how is this a lesson you know and then you know you always hear this say if you if you something you don't get is probably good that you didn't get it because you were supposed to get something else or yeah. you know i forget what that um saying is like but um it, it's not easy all the time no and um but i i do that i when i have difficulties i try to imagine I mean, I don't know how I put it in a <laughs> in a visual, but you know, I do try to imagine. Okay, like let's say if I slap something different on this, how would I change it? Yeah. You know, like I had a, I had something that I was telling people I wanted to change their perspective, and I wanted them to post on social media, like tell your. I was calling it imperfectly fashioned, but it would be I'm perfectly fashioned, and it's about changing your perspective to realize that you've been perfectly fashioned all along you know like so i had a friend that said she um was sh short she is i'm short but then she said um but i'm always that means i'm always looking looking up right. you know always looking up never looking down and like i had one a picture of i took a picture of my little gent my son when he was a baby and had my hands there and it was like i was like <laughs> oh my gosh my hands are so wrinkly they're so old and then i realized i said well my perfect for that is that i I'm an older parent, so I'm I'm much wiser. Yeah. I'm a wiser parent and more parent, patient parent now. Had I 
had them earlier than had I had them earlier. Yes. Listen, these are the stories we tell ourselves and our perception is very rarely our actual reality when it comes to the way other people see us. And I, I can guarantee you if somebody looks at your hands, for example, they're not going to say, oh, she's got wrinkly hands. She's old. No. Like, do you, I mean, the, the, the perspective shift that you had, I think, was a perfect one. And I think people look at you and they respect you highly for being a mompreneur. I have trouble saying that. <laughs> And it's you, like French. I know it is. It is. Um, and, and and not only respect you, but look up for you, look up to you for everything that you've accomplished. And so much of the story we tell, the stories we tell ourselves are based on self-talk. And for me, I have finally got after years of practice, got to a place where I can recognize self-talk. I can recognize negative self-talk and I, it, it, it still happens. I will, will still catch myself telling a story about, oh, what if, what if this happens to me after I try to do this? And then I, I, it's, it's a trigger. It's like an algorithm. I, I will, my mind will become privy to that conversation that's happening without, <laughs> without my permission and I will shut it down. That's not easy to do when it takes a lot of work. For me, it was a lot of meditation. It was a lot of studying of stoicism. And honestly, it was a lot of self-improvement through quitting drinking and many other things. But these stories we tell ourselves are not the stories other people tell of, our, tell our, tell of us. And our perception is not our reality. And I think once we start to realize that, we can we can we can celebrate those those aspects of ourselves and we can change that story the change that narrative oh my gosh yeah totally i mean i have um i say you know um there was this um meme about someone saying me you know it says me i talk to myself all the time and the other one and it's also me it says oh, oh my god me too <laughs> you know and that's that is me you know i have these internal talks with myself and i've been having a lot of real uh, come to jesus meetings with my limiting beliefs lately yeah you know and um and it's not easy you know it's not easy i remember i was um sitting down here on the floor i <laughs> Uh, my friend, okay, I'm gonna say my friend Anna. <laughs> yes, convinced yes. me, convinced me to try out a dating challenge. I've been divorced for about three years, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll do it. And I finally did it, and I did a graphic and everything, and I posted it. And then as soon as I was done, I came to my room. I kid you not, I sat on the floor like a little kid, you know, and I was crying because I was thinking, what if nobody you know, wants me or what if nobody, whatever. And I was sitting there, I mean, I'm in my head, I'm saying it to myself as if I'm like standing above myself yelling and saying, nobody's going to da, 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 da. And I just, you know, it was such a difficult thing to pull out of that. But, you know, I mean, I'm getting better at it, but it's like, that was, it was, you know, lately yeah. when I, and especially it's because I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone. Yes. Like I've just got back on Instagram after being on a hiatus for four to five years, yeah. because I know I want my everyday celebrations to grow bigger than, you know, the nice comfy Facebook community. Yeah. And I went out there and, you know, my limiting belief is coming knocking at the door and handing me a slip and saying, um, you realize <laughs> that nobody <laughs> has found you, you know, whatever. And, but then I have to add the word yet. You know, right. nobody's found me yet. Right. And, um, and it, you know, I, um, 
yeah, it's, it's a, it is difficult, you know, when you have to have those conversations with yourself, but you're right. I mean, if you realize that it's not reality, and I just yeah. say, that's so cute that you think that, and <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> well, it, it, I think it's in regard to dating, and I'm, I'm certainly no expert, but when it, <laughs> when you talk about not having found somebody yet, I, I can think back, I can think back to my twenties when I was so angsty and I, I, I felt like I needed to meet someone. It, it was a life or death situation for me. And so I, I think to a certain extent that, uh, you know, whenever I did meet someone, I would, I would jump on it and probably smother it, but also I will be less selective than I should have been, but now yeah. hopefully it sounds like you realize that you know that's 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 not the case if if i'm going to meet someone then it should be someone who compliments me it's somebody who is capable of celebrating silly holidays with me and somebody who adds value not detracts from my and my kids right. lives and i yeah. think that's a very important distinction yeah for sure definitely i i i actually just i said something the other day to a friend i was like you know, what I really realized is that I want um, someone that inspires me. I mean, I get inspired all the time, but yeah. if I were to find somebody that actually inspired me or challenged me, I was like, that's what, you know, yeah, you can get all that other stuff. I said, but really for me, it's, you know, my mind, my imagination. And yeah, like you're saying, you know, be able to do that with me. I was, um, I did this thing. Um, you've seen Pixar's Up. Yeah. Have you seen that? And um, when I watched that, I was like, yeah, you know, and Anna, Anna, again, <laughs> pointed out um, on Poshmark, there was this um, purse or something, and it was an up purse, nice. and or something like that, and I was like, oh, I need that, you know, <laughs> and that's the thing, it says adventures are out there, yeah. you know, and it has a Carl and um, Ellie, and they're in a cardboard box with balloons behind them, which is coincidentally, there was balloon ascension day, and I did that, but I didn't. <laughs> connect it with up yeah and that was like months ago and everyone was like oh i love your up one and i said well that's not even what it okay sure <laughs> that's not even what i was intending on doing i was just in a hot air balloon and a cardboard box is all i had yeah you know and, and to find out really later on that was kind of like that i was like oh that's kind of sweet <laughs> I, I i i do love that uh, adventures are out there and i Maybe maybe it's just something that's clicking in my own mind, but you know, I think the key words there are out there. I mean, you're not going to have, I shouldn't say you're not going to have, you're, you're, the adventures you're going to have without venturing out, I think are, are limited and they're familiar. But if you want to have an adventure that is truly unique and life-changing, and if you want, I mean, that doesn't have to be going on some mythical quest. It, it can be <laughs> starting a new business or putting yourself out there into the dating world, the, the, the key words are out there. And so you have to be willing to mm -hmm. put yourself out there. You have to be willing to step out of your comfort zone to, to get there. And I, I just, I, I, I like in the context of this conversation, really putting emphasis on out there, because I, I think that's extremely important to, to ourselves. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, cause you know, I, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be where I am right now if I did not put myself out there, right. you know, or like if I stayed contained, it's, it, I mean, I even take it back to ending my marriage. Yeah. You know, we were together for a very long time, but I knew I was, you know, it wasn't working for me anymore. And it's scary to go out 
of that, you know, you've been in something so long, it's scared to go out of that. But then yeah. you, you know, you have to think ahead. I mean, you think a little bit ahead. And is this what I want for myself? I mean, I want to say the rest of my life, but in that case, it would have been. Right. And then, you know, we moved from Kentucky to um, Ohio. And that was another big step. And, you know, and it's like constantly, I feel like, what else, you know, and then, and then now, like I said, what else is out there? And now it's curiosity before I didn't want to. And I just did it because, you know, out of, um, sort of kind of survival mode yeah. type of thing, you have to do that. But now it's, it's fun being in a place of, um, exploration. Cause I was never adventurous as a child. I never wanted to try to do anything. I was just like, I was always also by the book, very big planner. And now it's like, I'm, going to be 48 this year and it's so crazy that i'm finally like hey what else is what is that what's going what are you doing over there and um <laughs> wanting to try different things yeah and but i realized i mean it's taken me this long to feel you know and also i say with the celebrations i'm i'm like traveling all the time with my celebrations you know it's like i've traveled in my mind to different places or different times or whatever like i um you know and it's and it's made me, you know, crave it more. Yeah. And I was like, it makes me happy doing this. So I'm sure going doing other things like that would make me happy too. That's so amazing. It, I can't, I can't stress how much <laughs> everything you just said means to me, and I, I, it resonates deeply with me because when you open yourself up to new experiences, and when you realize that old adage, you can't t teach old dogs new tricks, is, is bull. <laughs> I mean, it, it, yeah. it's it's a it's a funny quip that rolls off the tongue, but it's not true. And if we stop believing that story, then we have the opportunity to do so much more and do so much better in this life. And for me. When you say that, what really resonates is that over the last year or so, I've really, really tried to optimize and systematize all areas of my life. And I've been able to do so through sleep, through nutrition, through exercise. And, and most recently, I had a guest on uh, Christina Wise. Uh, she's a, a millionaire coach, and she helps people understand their money better. And I'm currently going through her program and realizing that I not I not necessarily have been stupid with my money, but I can just do so much more with it without, without, you know, saving ultra conservatively, but also without, you know, not putting all of my money in the stock market. There's just, there are new ways of understanding different aspects of our lives. And if we open ourselves up to learning these new ways, then we are going to just open up to a whole new world of possibilities. Oh, Yeah. For sure. But you know what holds back a lot is that fear. Yeah. You know, yes. I I, um, I actually took a course with um, my friend Margaret, uh, Maggie Conrad, um, and it's called the Sisterhood of Joy. And each week she had a different thing that was theme we would talk about. And um, I think we had one week it was I don't know if it was trust or fear, but she what kind of had you standing up on a cliff. Right. And um, what was it? Something to the fact like your voice told you to, you know, jump or something like that. And would right. you, what would that feeling be like? And for me, you know, the fear would be of me not actually taking the jump. Yeah. You know, whereas before I would be like, fear, I'm going to fall. I'm going to die. What do you mean? What, 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 what is my going to be scared about? But for me, it's like, you know, being, I mean, cause I've gotten to that point. I was like, yeah, my fear is, you know, just playing it safe. Yeah. You know, and um not getting it because like I said, had I not gone out and done this um, you know, 
oh, let's see, let's just be an entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> Had I not gone that route and, you know, taken the different steps to lead me to here, I'm like, and I think about all the people I've met and all the um, opportunities that I've had that I've only been in, um, I say, business since September. Yeah. And it's not that been that long, but I feel like I've, I mean, I know I've been doing kind of, you know, in the back end, I've been doing branding and graphic design for, for eternity. Right. But as far as doing this, I'm like, this has only been seven, you know, not this, but, you know, like right. my own businesses right. um, have been seven months yeah. and, or nine months, actually nine months. And it's, it, yeah, I mean, and it's just, um, you know, um, if, if you stay in that fear, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. Cause I was like that for many, many years, yeah. but you know, there's, it's just, it's just take that baby step once. <laughs> you know? Yes. And then maybe like a couple of weeks later, try to take, if you inch over really small, you know, it's not so bad. I mean, I'm not saying like jump right on in it. Yeah. That would be scary. Right. But if you kind of inch into a way that's a little bit more comfortable for you, you know, kind of like, um, was it? I had friends that did this joke on somebody with the, um, um, what is it? Um, they had a cubicle office yeah. <laughs> and the walls and they would move it, the cubicle wall, like every, <laughs> every day, like another inch. And then it's like, you know, you don't even realize it. Or like for me, right. my, I live with my kids every day. I see them every day. But then one day I looked at them and I said, when the heck did that happen? Yeah. You know, so these little things can happen without you, you know, in your mind, you can kind of fool yourself. And um, I don't want to say fool yourself, but you know, you can, it, it doesn't have to be. The fear doesn't have to be that large. Agreed. Right. Agreed. And I, I think that can go a number of different ways. I, I think, uh, you know, James Clear talks about getting 1% better every day or every week or mm -hmm. month or, or whatever. And if we make those 1% increments and in, in improving ourselves, yes, they will be gradual. And yes, somebody who hasn't seen you in six months or a year will notice them instantly. But I, I think it's important to reflect upon ourselves as we make those small changes, because like you said, they can be so minute that it's very difficult for us who look at ourselves in the mirror, literally and metaphorically every single day to notice those as, as, as they happen. And so if we're cognizant of those, then we can, they can help propel us forward as those improvements happen, as opposed to us, you know, remaining ignorant of them. Oh, for sure. Like, um, you know, for instance, with my celebrations, I don't, or, uh, you know, I don't realize, I mean, for me, it's just, I'm just doing what I'm doing, Yeah. you yeah. know, and um, I have a friend, um, business coach, and her name is Lee Cordell. And she was, I was like, well, you know, I don't really market myself. <laughs> and she said, what are you talking about? You don't market yourself. She's like, you're every day. You're, I mean, that's, I'm just, you know, yeah. um, what is it? Solidifying my brand or whatever. But yeah. to me, it doesn't look that way, you know? So uh, <laughs> just like, I'm just doing, I'm just having, not having fun, but I'm like, I'm just enjoying myself. Yeah. So how is it that, how am I making a, you know, a change like that? But I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you talk about going back and looking at your first celebration and, and seeing how far you've come. <laughs> that makes me think that I, 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 makes me realize that I have not gone back and listened to the first episode of this podcast. I, I, I don't know that I'm afraid to, but I just know how mm. much I've personally improved since then. And I, I think it's, yeah. it's a, instead of being embarrassed by our first iteration of something, I think we should look at it 
and we can realize how far we've come and how yeah. how amazing that 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 would be how that how that feels and think about it for the for, through the lens of somebody who's mm-hmm. just discovering your content you know if if somebody hops on to the podcast website and listens to episode 1 today and they go through this 100 episode journey and they the, the first time they listen to it, they're not going to say, oh, well, hopefully they're not going to say, oh, this is terrible. They're going to hear that and they're going to see the evolution of me. They're going to see the evolution of the podcast. They're going to hear the evolution and see the evolution of you through silly brand, uh, through celebrations. And it's just, it's that perspective again and realizing that we are continually getting better, not the other way around. Oh yeah, and it's exciting, isn't it? Yes, it is. It absolutely. <laughs> kind of like is. when you look, we kind of like when you look back at a yearbook, yeah. high school yearbooks, you know, and you look and you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and which in saying is, I, you know, I tell you, I mean, I say this all the time, but the celebrations or whatever. But I, that celebration, it was a back to school day, yeah. which made me pull out my yearbook, and I looked at it and I said, Lord, yeah. <laughs> those bangs, you know, yeah. whatever like that. And, you know, and then I think like, and, and you know, you'd kind of do like I did a side by side thing. And I looked and I said, you know, I would what I would tell that girl, you right. know, me as an adult now, what would I have told myself? And I mean, I when I remember, and then it made me remember what I was like then. Yeah. And then yeah, it's, it's huge when you realize, from high school until now, the progression that I've made and the, I was like, I can't even, I I don't even believe it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And just, it helps you realize how far you've come. And that's, that's so important. Um, Somehow we're coming up on an hour here, but before we, (laughs) we bring things to a close, uh, you did mention uh, the zone of genius a little bit ago. And I have to imagine that you one either pulled that from Anna, who re- <laughs> recommended I read this book in the first place, but uh, that that may or may not be obvious that that's that comes from the Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. H- have you read yeah. that? I have not. Mm-mm. It's a very good book. It, it really yeah. is, and I, I think um, it's it's been a few months since I've read it, so I'm not going to remember all the details of it. But yeah. you know, we set these limiting beliefs for ourselves, and uh, we, I think. We set a, a ceiling, I guess is a better way of saying it, a ceiling for mm-hmm. what we feel we're capable of. And when we push up against that ceiling, we, in essence, bounce off of it and bring ourselves back down. And when we can break through, we can, when we can find that zone of a genius, we can really, really start to thrive at that point in time. And I know that's a very overly simplistic view of the book, because like I said, it's been a while yeah. since I've read it. But I think the the, the lesson there is that we can't self-sabotage when things are going mm-hmm. well for us. We want to continue pushing and pressing forward so we can see what we're capable of instead of bringing ourselves back down to the level not only people expect us to be at, but the level that we feel like we're deserving of. And I think when we when we are cognizant of us being capable of so much more, that's when we really can find that 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 feeling of fulfillment, joy, happiness, and just that day to day sense of well being. Oh yeah, you know I, I tell people um, we were supposed to. I told you about that sisterhood of joy. Yeah, she was said something like um, describe what you know joy is to you or something like that. And I said to me, I you know we had closed our eyes and we're <clears throat> thinking about it. And I said, joy to me is a cotton candy cloud. <laughs> You know, yes. like floating on there. And that's what I feel like 
you know, when I'm in that joy thing, I'm like, oh, can't you imagine floating on a cotton candy because it's so tasty, smells so good, and it's so cute and pretty you know, and fluffy. And, you know, that's what joy is to me. Yeah. And um, <laughs> just. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, when, so when you talk about the, the sisterhood of joy, now, I, this may be two different, these may be two different things, but I, you also said you're a co-author for book two of The Rising Sisterhood of limiting beliefs are those two associated or is that something completely different no it's two two different things um the rising hood uh, rising hood rising sisterhood rising of oh my gosh <laughs> i just had a brain for yeah that um book two I'm, I'm part of book two and it is about limiting beliefs and so we each there's about 16 i think authors co-authors and we all have our own story to tell about how we've overcome yeah our limiting beliefs and, um, you know, we're working on them right now. And, um, you know, it's 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 kind of difficult <laughs> when you actually think about it and I'm like, OK, you know, I see the transformation, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But when you go back to where does it come from? Right. You know, and that that thing, I'm just like, how am I going to put that in like three thousand words? <laughs> <laughs> so where does it come from? Oh, 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 you're asking me where's oh, mine come I'm from? I'm asking you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't, I mean, I'm still like, I'm still trying to uncover. I mean, not trying yeah. to uncover. I'm still trying to, you know, whatever. But my limiting belief in two of them is that I'm invisible and that my words and my gifts don't matter. So, you know, <laughs> that really hits me hard. But, you know, the thing is, I, I I'm fighting back that yeah. limiting belief by showing up every day. Yes. Giving my voice every day and my you know, gifts and talents. And I'm doing all of that yeah. on a daily basis. But, you know, when I went over to, um, when I went over to Instagram, my uh, stuff hit me <laughs> again, like saying, oh, cause it's like, you're starting from scratch and you're going, you're at school, you know, think about when you're at school, the first day of school, you don't know anybody. Right. And it's kind of scary. And you feel like for me, it was, I remember it was very scary and I wanted to shrink down and just kind of like, don't look at me. <laughs> And that's, that's kind of the stuff that I've, I've gone and battled, yeah. you know, um, overcome doing this yeah. is, you know, and I have days that I've had a lot of people follow and watch me live. And some days there aren't, there's nobody there, you know, and it's easy to be a look at the one that nobody there. And, and, you know, if it's like that a couple of days, just want to be like, well, might as well just give up, <laughs> you know, but it's yeah. not it, the celebrations really is for me absolutely more than for anybody yes that yes i agree with that and i can certainly tell you you're not invisible um i, I know some <laughs> i i i don't I, I don't say that in jest I, I i mean it seriously because i i know sometimes it can it can be helpful to one just hear that from other people and to to get that uh, you can call it an affirmation if you want but also i I love that. Do you recognize that you're doing celebrations for you? Um, podcasting, I think, is very similar in the sense that one, the, the space is very, very crowded, and so to really be able to break mm -hmm. break through and you know have a, a huge hit success podcast, yeah. you have to put in a ton of work and you have to really, really distinguish yourself and. It, it can be extremely frustrating. And I, I, I speak from personal experience. It can be very frustrating when a new celebrity or I'm sorry, a celebrity hops onto the podcasting platform, episode one, 10,000, mm -hmm. 100,000 downloads. That's, that's, that's frustrating. Yeah. 
But I have to continue right. to remind myself that, uh, you know, compare, comparing myself to a celebrity is going to rob me of my joy. And so right. I knew when I went into this podcast, I had to do it for me. This is a, a, a tool. It's a lesson for me right. to continue to do better in my life. That's why I challenge people. I challenge myself at the end of every podcast to take care, do better and be well, because that is an affirmation for me. And so if I can share the, the hardships and the, the lessons that I've learned through this podcast, not only is it a great tool for me to utilize going forward as I listen to it again, but the audience that I have, no matter how big or how small, if they get value from it, then that is a, a win. And that, yeah. I, I say that exact same thing to you. I see the yeah. fact that you're making a difference, not only in the lives of other people, but in yourself as well, because you keep showing up every single day. And that is a huge win for you, for your kids and for your life. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I, I always say like validation is big for me. Yeah. <laughs> I will tell you that that is huge for me. And, and that does help, you know, that limiting belief and stuff like that. So yeah, I appreciate you um, saying that. <laughs> of course, of course. Well, Priscilla, this has been an absolutely incredible conversation. I, I'm so thankful that Anna introduced the two of us. I, I love, yes. <laughs> I, I love learning about new experiences near and far. And in this particular instance, we get to have a, a near conversation in the sense that we're in the same city and that's always really exciting. Um, yeah. But before we wrap up, I do have a few closing questions, as you know, and uh, the first of which I, I always like to ask, um, I, I want this podcast to be, I want this episode to be as beneficial for you as it is for me. And so I always want to know if there are resources you're looking for to continue growing. If, if somebody out there can lend that resource to you, what, what would that be? And uh, how might they be able to, to help you grow? <laughs> Sorry, I had to giggle about that. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, no, I mean, you know, right now I am doing rebranding and publication designs and stuff because until I can really grow my everyday celebrations, um, you know, that's what I'm working on. But I, I mean, really, I want everyday celebrations to be my thing. Like I always joke around and say that um, I want it. I want to be like kind of like the Carol Burnett show. Yeah, almost. <laughs> I can see it, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking for ways to expand my reach and I want to grow. And, um, you know, I recently only, I've only recently kind of realized I would like to be on like an influencer yeah. level and do some affiliate marketing and, um, you know, it's perfect. I mean, I, I mean, there's something for every day. Like I had peanut butter, you know? yes. <laughs> hey, you know, or something like that. And, and, and I've also started doing custom celebrations. I had a friend who was celebrating her, um, two year work anniversary yeah. and I went on there and, you know, we celebrated it and, you know, I, I, I kind of pulled in from, she's like, just do what you do, but make it for me. Okay. <laughs> you know, we did a live, we did a live together where we talked and I, I kind of almost interviewed her, yeah. you know, and what are you celebrating? How are you celebrating this? And um, that's the type of thing that I really want to do. I mean, I think um, I'll always love doing branding and publication design, but yeah. really, I mean, if this is what I love doing now. Why should I stop? Yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> 
so I know, so we are recording this on, on June 2nd, and I know this is not going to come out till June 13th, but today, June 2nd is global running day. And I, I, I'm, I'm pretty active in the running community. I've got a couple of running clients. And so I, I don't know if you have today picked out yet, but, uh, if you, if you don't maybe consider global running day as a celebration. I did. I did think about that. And I looked at them this morning and I said global. And then I was thinking, okay, well, I'm going to go find me a, um, a sweatband. I've got me some tennis shoes. And then I was thinking about, but I've, I've picked, I've already picked my thing and it's okay. something else. That's fair. That's, that's completely cool. Next, next year, maybe next year, I'll, I'll hit you yeah. back up. I mean, there's, there's so many options. You know, I could go perfect. on for all eternity and just pick a different <laughs> be like 90 something years old. Hello, this is celebration number five million and sixty. Yeah. <laughs> we can only be so lucky. That that would be amazing if you're still doing it. That, that's I know. yeah. Yeah. Well, the next question I always love to ask, and I, I'm very excited about your answer because I've never received um an answer by this author who is quite famous. Um I always like to ask if you had to pick one book that has just had just such an amazing impact in your life that you really consider it life altering or life changing, what would that book be and why? Okay, I had I, for a minute I blanked out. Um, <laughs> uh, it would be the missing piece meets the big O, and that's by Shell. Um, what's his face? Silverstein. <laughs> yeah, Silverstein. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I will admittedly, I've, I, I don't know how much Shel Silverstein I've read, not enough to really know much more about his work than, I mean, it's it's very, I don't want to say it's it's for children exclusively, but I mean, it, it's certainly, it's it's very, they, it teaches life lessons to, you know, those in their oh, early yeah. lives. So I, I've never heard of this particular book. So what was it about this book that was just so influential? So it fit me where I was personally, right? And so it is actually a part two, like a book two. The first one, there is one called The Missing Piece, where it's this little, it looked like a little uh, triangle, kind of like it's a piece out of a circle. And it was looking for, you know, we needed to fit somewhere. And, um, you know, that was the first story. The second story, um, it continues saying that it's by itself and everything, it tries to get the attention of people. And it, you know, in, in my case, it was like relating to like dating, right. Yeah. And relationships. And, um, I think a lot, I've read about it online and a lot of people kind of associate it with that. So there's a piece looking for it's missing what, you know, for whatever. And then all of a sudden there came up one that it fit perfectly yeah. and they kept going around, kept going around. And then all of a sudden the little piece started getting bigger. And then the other piece is like, well, I didn't know. I mean, we don't fit anymore. I didn't know. And, you know, this kind of shows how when you, you sometimes grow out of yeah. what fits, like, you know, and then all of a sudden it came, they said there was something that came by someone or whatever you want to call it, some shape came by that looked different. And it was actually a circle. And, you know, he was the missing piece is saying, oh, you know, can I, can I, um, roll with you or something like that and they yeah. said well you know i don't um i kind of just roll by myself <laughs> and you know maybe maybe we'll meet up again and then you know peace is saying but i have sharp edges and he's like well you know those can you can change those and you know you could maybe we'll meet up again and it takes yeah. off and then so missing piece is just sitting there you know kind of wah, 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 and then eventually it gets up on the side and it flops and then flips and it flops. And then you see the pages turn. And as it does it, the edges are wearing off because he's moving. And then at the very end, it catches up to um, the big O. 
That's isn't that great? <laughs> it, it is, and I, I, I do, listen. I don't want to pick apart the message of the book, but I, I, it is curious to me that the that the triangle or the shape had to change to be a fit for the other piece. I don't, I don't know. The, 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 the well, less. No, I mean, it wasn't fit for him. It was just like, you know, yeah. they could go side by side. Okay. Know? That, and yeah. yeah. And I think it was, it's really meant to be, you know, not exactly that they're changed, but you know, when we were saying earlier, yeah. you know, um, where, you know, we, we, we grow. Yes. And, you know, like, you know, you're talking about the old dog, new tricks yes, type of thing. Absolutely. And that's kind of, that's kind of what that is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause you're like, he was like, I, I, I can't, I can't. I just can't. But he did because he kept moving forward. But he yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. I love it. I say that. it's a he, but I don't know. It I could mean, have been a she, but I say yeah. he. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, final question. And I, I I know you asked me about this a little bit earlier, and I, 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 I'm looking forward to your answer. If you could offer one call to action for anybody listening so that they may continue living their best lives, what would that call to action be? Um, I would say celebrate every day, even if it was, even if it's just French fries. That is, that's, I, I would expect nothing less of you. I really, really <laughs> appreciate that. That is phenomenal. <laughs> Priscilla, thank you so incredibly much for taking the time to talk with me. If people would like to reach out to you, if they'd like to find out more about you, what is the best place for them to connect with you? Okay. I have um, a campsite. Um, website and it is the HTTP, you know, all that stuff, right? www.campsite.bio slash get silly creative. Perfect. Awesome. And then do you want people to follow you? Campsite is actually C-A-M-P-S-I-T-E. Perfect. And I I will have that link in the show notes as well. Um, And then you you have an Instagram account, right? Would you like people, what's, what's that account if people, if you would like people to follow you on there? So easy. It's everyday celebrations. Perfect. Perfect. I will <laughs> Which have is the same thing as the Facebook group too. So really easy. <laughs> That's awesome. And I, I will, I will link all of that in the show notes again, not only thank you for doing this, but thank you for, for being, I guess, just a, a fantastic example for people who might not have, might not feel like they have a reason to celebrate every day when each day truly as we've realized over the last year is, is, is a gift and we're lucky to have it. So continue celebrating and, and thank you for being the, the, the leader in that and, and leading by example. Oh, thank you. I had fun talking. Awesome. Well, I look forward <laughs> to talking. For again. Absolutely. Yeah. I look forward to talking again soon. And uh, again, thank you. One more time, please help me extend a huge thank you to Priscilla for joining me on the podcast. It was an absolute pleasure celebrating this conversation with her and with all of you. Please be sure to check out both her Instagram and her Facebook pages for daily celebrations and to add a bit of light and levity to your day. If you're interested in joining Christina Wise for her free How to Avoid Fatal Flaws Entrepreneurs Make webinar on June 24th, you can sign up today by visiting christina.com slash mosaic. Again, that's K-R-I-S-S-T-I-N-A dot com slash mosaic. Spaces are limited. And all listeners of the podcast who sign up for the webinar will receive her free compilation of 125 resources to start your business today. 
As always, thank all of you so incredibly much for taking time, not just out of your day today to listen to this podcast, but spending so much time with me, whether this is your first or your 97th episode. You mean the world to me and you help make this podcast what it is. So I I, I truly cannot thank you enough. If you would like to be a part of episode 100, which is coming out on the 4th of July, visit bit.ly slash asktrayanything to ask me a question so you can get to know me just a little bit better. And finally, if you would like more Mosaic Life podcast content in your life, you can follow me on Instagram at Trey Kaufman. You can find the podcast on Facebook by searching for The Mosaic Life Podcast. And of course, you can get all of the show notes and find out a whole lot more about my guests by visiting TheMosaicLifePodcast.com. Thank you all again. And until next time, take care, do better, and be well. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.